Episode of Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams with you. Uh, lots of good music this week, just music I like. And you're going to hear me and Paige Olson talking about the fact that we are now 
in the process of selling tickets for the Great Blue Heron Music Festival, July 5th, 6th, and 7th, 2024, this year. Of course, out at the site of the Heron, out there in, in Sherman. Some call it Panama, some call it Sherman. It actually sits right in between. But it, the thing is, is that we've got our tickets now on sale at our cheapest price of the year. It's going to be blind faith on your part. If you already know, that's where you spend your weekend. Um, you're not going to get any cryptic clues out of the music in, uh, in this episode. It's just music I like. And, and after Paige and I talked, I put a few songs in she liked. Um, but it's not a clue towards anything that's being played there. So, but you will hear us talk about purchasing tickets. You will hear us talk about volunteering. And other than that, you know, music, but hang in. And the other thing is, is once you listen to Paige and I, you're going to hear me walk you through all the different ways you can get through to the spot where you can purchase those, those lowest price tickets. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and I'll be talking to you again on the other side. Down. 
that door.
I wanna dance in joy. I wanna dance in the graveyards, the graveyards, and while I'm alive, I don't wanna be alone. Mourning the ones who came before. I wanna dance with them some more. Let's dance in the graveyards. Gloria, like some other name we kept on calling ya and waiting for change. I belong to all of your mysteries And all of us were meant for the fire But we keep rising up And walking the wise when we go below Don't lose us in mourning Time slips away 
Like you're long lost to see, never to be found. Just knowing your heart ever always together. And long after I'm gone, still be around. Cause I found this eternal. So in this segment coming up, you're going to hear Paige and I talking about tickets to the Great Blue Heron Music Festival, the ones that got released on, on Thursday, February 1st, that are our early release tickets, our lowest price of the year. No, there's no lineup uh, yet that won't be announced until February 21st. And uh, you're going to hear us talking about some websites and ways to get there. Get through listening to Paige and I talking about tickets and volunteering, and I will talk to you about all the various ways that you can get through to buy tickets because there's a number of ways to do it, whether it's by email or uh, a link through social media or directly to the web pages. But I'll walk you through each and every way to do it and settle back, settle in, and listen to Paige and I kind of having a good time the other night talking about things. So this last Thursday, February 1st, tickets went on sale for the 2024 Great Blue Heron Music Festival, number 31, July 5th, 6th, and 7th. Uh, they've been labeled Blind Faith tickets. That has nothing to do with the band Blind Faith from the 60s, folks. Not a thing to do with it. <laughs> it's, it's just because you love the Heron and because you want to come, Without even knowing the lineup, buying a ticket at the cheapest price that we're going to sell them at, at all this year for the next three weeks. It's the lowest price. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Paige? Yes, it is. Yeah. Tonight, you got Paige and I. So, if you're familiar with the hair and all the personalities there, you have the two no BS, no screwing around business personalities talking to one another tonight. 
Say this is how things are, but but that is true. It's the cheapest price that you're going to get them at, and it's just going in and buying the tickets because you want to be at the festival, and because you want you want to be there. Uh, how do they get to, to where to buy the tickets, Paige? The easiest way to do that is to go straight to www.theheron.org and follow the links for the festival, and you will find all of the ticket options. Um, obviously, as we get further down the road, there will be more options for um, vehicle camping areas, um, you know, Saturday, Sunday, two-day tickets, things like that. Um, yeah, right now it's just th the three-day and four-day ticket packages for correct. the festival. Yep. 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 And uh, the other thing that, that opened up, and this is why you're, you're, you're hearing from Paige and I, the other thing that opened up, and we're doing it early this year, and because and, we learn from experience, but, uh, the other thing that opened up is the volunteer apps. And yeah. the conversation we're about to have is really if you're somebody who's volunteering for the first time, or somebody who has only done it once or twice before or isn't sure. And, and because those of you who are regulars, get your name in. You know, we know you're coming, but still, get your name in early. Get it in now. I talked to Renee this week and told because Joe Keen is coming back, at least on, on our crew, on the security and safety crew. So good, I, good. Yeah, so I told Renee. And then I talked to Nicole and told her to uh, tell all of her friends, her first aid friends, all the regular folks. You know, get your name in now so we can start to build crews and crew chiefs. Um, but for those folks who want to volunteer and really want to experience what the Heron is about, and that's not a cheesy statement. I think my the best friendships in my life, the best family in my life comes from that place. I mean, that that's not a joke. The people, I, the people you hear on these calls, the simplest way to put it, the people you hear on these calls are my medical emergency contacts. And most of them live 80 miles away, but they're still the people that get, that's family, they get called first, you know, if there's a medical emergency. So, and, and we've been with one another through a lot of stuff and it all gets built from there. So let's, before we tell people how to get to volunteers, let, let's talk about volunteering a little bit. I was talking with Julie, if you remember the call we were on with Julie last week when she said it takes 400 volunteers to pull the heron off. A lot of people don't get or understand all the things you can volunteer for. I've told some friends of mine, you know, it's you can volunteer for working at the bathhouse with Darcy. You get to you get to see the whole festival, listen to the band, see all the people, and then just collect five dollars from people when they go in to take a shower and call me every ten minutes when somebody breaks a shower. <laughs> There's that. You know, you can you can volunteer in in uh like firewood and like selling firewood and ice. You're seeing all the bands, you're at the top of the hill, you know, and, and you're seeing all the people, you're part of what's happening. But so there's a lot of things. And, and if you listen to the show at all, and you know Paige and I, of course, there's security, safety, and first aid, what I was just talking about, those crews. There's ticketing, which needs people. Dominic needs people in parking. Man, does he need people in parking. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, 
The other thing, obviously, also, Nicole needs people in first aid. Um, preferably people who are CPR certified. Um, we absolutely need lifeguards. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that because that's a different gig than volunteering right there. It is. So lifeguarding, we'll, we'll dip into it a little bit right now. Um, yep. Lifeguarding at the Heron for the festival is not actually volunteering. It's a paid gig. Um, we will reimburse for your certification if you're, you know, new and you go get certified through, you know, the Red Cross or the YMCA, whatever, wherever they do it. Um, we'll reimburse for your certification. You'll get paid $18 an hour. You get a free weekend pass. Um, there might be a couple other perks that we have that we can add in there too, but we absolutely need lifeguards because unfortunately without lifeguards, we can't open the beach. So if we end up with, you know, a 95 degree day during the Heron in July, yeah, we can't have people going into the water in the pond. So we absolutely need lifeguards. And, and we do because, and, and that kind of extends into security, safety, and first aid. Everybody in first aid preferably has a CPR card. I'm in, I'm in safety and security. I have my CPR card. We have yep. people who have basic life-saving skills in, in all of those crews, but we need actual lifeguards to, to watch the pond. And that's not, and I want to make this clear, that isn't like a preference of the owner's it's not an insurance requirement. It's a requirement from the state of New York. Once yep. we get over a certain number of people, we have to have certified lifeguards to be able to open a beach. And, yep. and that's the laws of the state of New York. That's, that's not us saying, hey, we want to do it this way. That's the state telling us we have to do it that way. One, yep. other, one other thing, because you and I always, we assume, and maybe there's people listening that don't know. So... What are the perks of what are the actual perks of being a volunteer? You know, why would so to I guess the the biggest thing that I would put forth with being a volunteer is you become part of the family. Um, our volunteers aren't just volunteering. You know, we do have a few who just come, they do the gig, and you know, they go enjoy themselves, but the majority of our volunteers over the course of the last 31 years have become family because without our volunteers, we wouldn't be able to do this. Right. It doesn't every happen. Year. You what? know, it's, it's very, um, Oh, what's the word? I don't know. Camaraderie <laughs> centric, right? Yeah, it, it, would be the word. Um, well, family. I mean, family really does cover it, and it is. and because because we all have what you all don't get is that we all talk to one another all year long. We have one another's backs in every situation in life. You know, I'm not joking when I say that. But seriously, Paige and Nicole are my first two medical contacts. They are my emergency medical contact. They're there are occasions when one of their family members will call me because they'll say, Kip knows more about that. Call Kip. And that's not just me. I mean, it could be anything, you know, call, call Dominic, you know, he knows because we're all family, you know, call Jen. She knows more because 
It's like I, I will text Jen randomly and go, my hip flexors are really tight. What are the three best poses in yoga? You know, to, to get. And then there's another piece of it. And if you've ever been and wondered why we're so tight, there's seriously some incredible stories and inside jokes amongst the volunteer crew, the family. And even if you hang around enough, you get to see me smile and Paige smile, which is rare out in the world. True. Yeah, you get to see us smile. But I mean, what that? What, what's the? Uh, let's talk about the actual physical perks of being a volunteer. How many hours and, and, and you know, yes. what do you get? So. so the requirement is nine hours, um, which can be split up depending on what department you're in, um, split up either between, you know, three or four shifts, two or three shifts, or you can knock all nine hours out in one shift if you yeah. prefer. Um, you, with that nine hours, you get your weekend pass that includes Thursday entry um, if you happen to be one of our crew chiefs or you have prior approval from our volunteer coordination um, you may be asked or requested to come in a day or two earlier um, to get crews set up and make sure you know everything runs as smoothly as possible but a normal volunteer will get thursday through sunday entry um woods camping is included if you do want to get vehicle camping you do have to purchase that ticket separately unless um we've like approved extra hours that you would work for that additional perk um trying to think of what else there is that we have uh, well, and let's talk about um, setup week and post fest too, because it's yeah. possible to volunteer for them. And in setup week, there's the fact that you get lunch cooked by Josh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, setup week, so pre fest week. To a point, we've kind of um, we've kind of held on to pre fest week. For a lot of our veteran volunteers that have, you know, I don't want to say paid their dues, but have been here and proven, you yeah. know, their reliability and, you know, their accountability. And so a lot, we don't have a whole lot of pre-fest. Well, I, mean, I don't think any of us will ever, will ever forget pre-fest week. What was it? Three years ago when I'm, I was over across the street checking the, the chlorine level and the pressure levels in the tanks, and I heard something, and we blew a pressure tank in the pump house, yep. which was an all-day affair and involved a lot of people. I, what, didn't I have to go to Tonawanda, I think, in that old red F-150 of mine to get a pressure tank, bring it back? And as soon as Ryan and I finished hooking up the pressure tank, we got the call on the radio going, hey, there's a four-foot geyser of water coming up out of the ground by the shower house. So yep. that's the kind of thing that happens in setup week where it's like, yep. okay, it's part of it. We got to do it. So, yeah, yep. there is that. You've paid your dues, you know, because yeah. because in that case, we needed to grab three, four people and go, no question, start digging. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. And they didn't question it. It's like, just start digging. 
So, but yeah. there's a lot to that. But Post Fest is a big deal. We Post need help. Post Fest, yeah, huge. We need so much help during Post Fest, um, mainly because it's you know it's after the fest. It's Monday, Tuesday after the fest, and everybody's tired. Everybody wants to go home. They got to go back to work. All of the things, um, and you know we have to stay after to clean up mm -hmm. to get everything taken yeah. down that needs to be taken down we got to get all the garbage and the recycling together um you know a little bit of everything and post fest is another one that you know the majority of the post fest crew has a golf cart and they have to go around making sure that you know tent stakes are picked up making sure you know, there's no garbage left in the middle of the woods because we do have wild animals that want to rip apart garbage if it's left out. Well, going, uh, going through green lot and purple lot pretty slow and looking at the ground because that's where we grow. The grass becomes baleage to feed the cows. And that's what nobody realizes once fest is done and those tents are gone. That becomes a field again that's baleage for the cows. And, yep. and so we got a we got a very carefully garbage pick there, orange lot, you know, purple lot, and because what goes on the ground is what goes in the cow's stomachs. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, it is a Absolutely. working farm. Yeah. Yep the the two well there's an additional um, three hours that's required for either pre fest or post fest. Um, because you're not required to work during the actual festival itself, we do ask that you work an additional three hours for a total of 12 hours um, for either one of those uh, crews, mainly because, um, you know, you have the, the, I don't want to say privilege, but you have the ability to not miss any of the entire weekend shows. Yeah. Um, so we do ask for, for an extra three-hour shift there. But again, pre-fest, post-fest, um, the option to split those up are across the board. You know, for pre-fest, you yep. can come, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and do three hours a day, four hours a day, whatever it works out to for three or four days. Although I've um, never seen anybody do that in pre-fest. We all generally work 18 hours a day. Yep. <laughs> Just go, yep. okay, we got to get this Definitely. done and get it ready. Um, the expectation you, for pre-fest is a little bit more. Right. Um, and you were talking about people coming in on Thursday. And actually, because I see all the names on safety, security, Dominic sees the names on parking, Nicole sees all the names on first aid. Those are crews that we really like everybody, everybody in them to be there by Thursday afternoon because those four in particular have to be set up ready to roll. You know, come, yep. come the time we open those gates. Yeah. So. And because the public is um, allowed to come in on Thursday now, really a lot of our our uh, our vital crew, I mean, all of our crews are vital, but our safety and security, first aid, tickets, parking, um, a lot of those crews we do ask um, if you can be there on Wednesday. Yep. Because, you know, we do open the gates to the public on Thursday, right. I believe around 2 o'clock, but don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, 1 or 2 o'clock. Right. Around 2, because we do, 
And the other thing is, is you're not going in unprepared. We do training. I think, remember last year, Wednesday night, Wednesday night, we will go over a brief CPR training. We'll go yep. over a brief safety and security briefing. What happens in this situation if, and we do that with everybody. Those are big meetings with everybody there so that everybody's informed about what's happening, you know, and knows, knows what their role is. So again, it's that communication thing that we do where we make yep. sure, because what we don't want to do, and, and I'm speaking for all of us, and I think Paige and I can speak for all of us that are core crew and core staff for the festival, we don't want you to fail. We want you to have a good time. We want you to enjoy being there. We want you to, to really go, hey, this was a great experience, and I want to do it again. Absolutely, absolutely. The better time our volunteers have, the better time our patrons have. Absolutely. And you know, if our biggest goal is to make sure, first and foremost, that everybody is safe, but also that everybody has fun. And and we'll give you a little, we, we can give you some insight into some things. There was a survey done after the festival, and Paige and I saw the results of it. And in the general commentary section, I can't begin to tell you the number of comments about, I feel so safe there. I feel like everything's taken care of there. I feel like I have everything I need. I feel like the staff there really wants me to have a good time. And, and I'm really comfortable and happy when I'm at the Heron. And that makes us feel good you know, yep. when, when we see that. That makes us feel really good. So, and we're going to talk a lot more about volunteers. We did this to you last year. You're going to get used to hearing not just Paige and I, but, but Jen, Paige, Julie, me coming to you about once a month, if not twice a month, as, as we go through the spring, talking about where we need people, you know, where we're sure people, you know, could we really, hey, you know, step up and do this. If you're a first-time volunteer, Paige, isn't there a requirement that we have if it's the very first time you've ever volunteered? There is. So first-year volunteers, we do request a deposit. Um, to be paid basically to ensure that you'll work your shifts and the heron, I guess, is covered on the end um, and doesn't lose out on the ticket revenue as well. Um, and it's only, again, only for first-year volunteers. Um, I believe the deposit is 110, which is less than the ticket price. Um, and that can be paid. We have the option to pay through card. And then um, you can also send a check. We can take cash, you know, whatever way we're able to work with you, whatever way and, we and, need to. And Paige and Jen, if you do it by card, can refund it right on the spot on the last day. Yep. They have, they have, full admin access to the system, including the, the revenue system to be able to Absolutely. do that. Yeah. Yep. As soon as we confirm with crew chiefs that all of the um, required or scheduled shifts were worked, then we can put that refund through right then. Yep. If you do pay by check, um, it's basically the same kind of thing. We shred them once we confirm that shifts were worked. If you paid cash, we try to catch you on your way out before you leave after the weekend is over so that we can return that to you. 
Yeah. And, and we don't do this out of the blue, and we didn't do it just because we dreamed it up. All things in life come because we've been burned by it or learned by it before. So yep. it's not you, whoever you are personally. It's because we've been burned by it by someone else in the past, you know, and, and, and that's what that's about. It's not, it's, not, yep. not, it's not about you or a judgment of you, whoever you are, you know, it's because somebody else burned us in the past with that. And Absolutely. So. It's it's more to hold everybody accountable. Um, we do have a good amount of no-show volunteers who will show up to the festival. They'll get checked in. They'll go set up their campsite, and then they'll be unreachable for yep. the rest of the weekend. Never hear from them again. Yep. yep. And we try, we try not to look at all volunteers that way, but that's partially why we have the deposit in place so that right. – that doesn't happen because when we have a no-show, we end up either having to fill that hole ourselves when we're being pulled in, you know, a hundred other directions, or we have to pull from another crew who needs that person anyways, or it just doesn't get filled. Right. And in some cases, you know, that can be really detrimental. So I mean, the you, deposit yeah. is... You know, right. just to to hold everybody accountable. Yeah, I mean, you, you all probably didn't notice it, but but Paige and Jen knew it. That I will tell you that last year, your your safety and security chief, me, and your first aid chief, Nicole, we wound up sleeping in the first aid tent for three hours on cots. I think I was on Friday night with pieces of paper on our chest, going, "If it's really bad, wake us up," because yep. because we had no shows and we're short crew. It was like, well, okay, I guess we're just going to grab a couple cots and this is where we'll fall out for about three hours. Yep, you know, no other option. No other option because it's a crew chief that has to fill in when that yep. happens. We have to do that. But the other part of it is to try and put uh, cause I realized we talked about a couple of things that, that might be construed as a little bit of a downer. There was also something else that happened last year. I'm not going to go into details. It happened on Sunday afternoon. And I will tell you as a veteran out there and as a crew chief, I could not have been prouder of everyone who volunteers and how in that particular situation, which involved everybody, every volunteer, people who weren't on shift, people we didn't expect came out of nowhere and everybody stepped up to say, we're needed, let's, let's do this. And I couldn't have been prouder. I really Absolutely. couldn't have been prouder of, of, of a bunch of people. It was it was totally amazing. And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I it was. I mean, like Darcy running up out of nowhere. You remember that, Matt? Yeah. You know, Matt Dolly. You know, it's like, hey, hey. You know, you got me. Where do you need me? You know that kind of thing. Danny, all eight heart attacks of him comes roaring up on his golf cart. Where do you need me? You know. <laughs> So, yep. yeah, it's just, it's hair and family. It's hair, you know, and, and that's how we take care of one another. And and before I close this off, because Paige has got to eat, I've got to eat. We're taping this at the end of a long work day. Just to give you a clue, by the way, I was thinking about this on the way home. For those of you that only know us in the context of the heron, it that's not different. What we do in our work lives, our personal lives, can be distilled down to one thing. We find problems. We find solutions to them, we fix them, and then we teach other people. 
how to find the problems and how to fix them. It's what we do. It's like, I, even at my age, I'm still doing that. You know, yep. Paige yep. does that. So, and, and I'm going to reiterate something I said at the top of the show. Again, these tickets are being sold without anyone knowing what the lineup is. Just so you have a clue, Paige and I don't know what the lineup is. Okay? We don't. Nope. We have no clue. So any music you hear tonight, don't take it as a cryptic clue or a message or try and decode any of it because you're probably going to hear, well, actually, she and I have a shared favorite band. So you're probably going to hear some of that. Probably going to hear some Lucero after this. Probably going to hear some Zach Bryan. And the chances of ever getting them to the Heron are nil. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 So any music you hear, um, don't construe it as, hey, I got a clue. Because absolutely none of us know, except for four people on Earth. And Julie will release that lineup on February 21st. So yep. you're, buying your, you're buying your ticket based on you know that the Heron's a part of your life and you're going to come and do that. Um, yeah, I saw Lainey poking around in back behind just she's hungry. And, and we, we had a discussion about my diet before that we yep. ever started taping this. So I got to yep. get to some food too. And you got to get to some food. Um, but folks, like I say, it's a big deal. The tickets are on sale and you're not going to find them cheaper. And the volunteer apps are open. And especially those, those of you who are veterans and crew chiefs, we need you first and go talk to your friends. Okay, and tell them Absolutely. to start filling it out. Absolutely. So that we know, you know, okay, we got our regular crew chiefs, you know, that it's like Faith, you know, Faith will talk to her people, her crew chiefs, you know, get, get recycling going, that kind of thing. So. Just to reiterate, too, before we hop off of here, um, tickets, volunteer applications, everything can be found at theheron.org. All one word, the Heron. Okay, T-H-E-H-E-R-O-N. And it's not .com. It is .org, O-R-G. Yes. Okay, and you can find it all there. All right, you get on with your dinner. Say hi to Phil and, and the girls. Will um, do. I'm going to get on with my dinner, and we will get this show out and on the air. And, well, just based on personal life, I'm sure I'll talk to you within the next 24 to 48 hours. So, <laughs> yep. all right. Yep. Tell, tell Pepper, Potato, and Finn... And especially Coco. Of course. Yeah, my my kids. <laughs> that uh, that Uncle Kip says hi. All right. Yeah. All right. Good night, Paige. Good night. All right. So you just heard Paige and I talking about the Great Blue Heron Music Festival, the Heron, and tickets that are available right now are our blind faith tickets. Um, where you just know you're coming because that's how you spend your summer weekends and talking about ways to get them. I'm going to walk you through all the different ways that right now you can get through and get the tickets. Number one, if you're on the mailing list, the email mailing list, an email went out on Thursday, February 1st from the Heron, and that's what you need to look for in your inbox. And if you don't see it and you know you're on the mailing list, check your junk or spam folder. And the subject line of the email is, Great Blue Heron Tickets Anyone. And in that email, there are two different links. If you scroll down through it, right after the picture of On Sale Now, Weekend Passes, 
Um, if you already know where you're going to be on July 5th, 6th, 7th, there's a button called Buy Now. You click that, it takes you right through to Eventney and where the tickets are available. Now, if you skip over that, there's a picture of uh, some scenes at the Heron and down towards after those, there's going to be another Buy Now button. And that will take you right through again to Eventney and where those tickets are. So that's number one. If you're on the email list, you got that email. Guaranteed you did. Number two, let's talk about the social medias. Okay? Let's talk about the social medias. If you follow the Great Blue Heron Music Festival and on Facebook, okay? But if you follow that, you're going to find that several people, along with the Heron, um, and I'm walking this through on my phone, so you're going to hear me say it at the same time I'm recording this. So if you follow through, all right, and you're on your social medias, you can see several people, um, me, most of the people associated with it, uh, all back on Thursday shared something and what we shared was it was coming from the official blue check mark blue heron it on, on facebook it's blue heron music festival those four words with a blue check mark that means it's official and verified so if you've got someone who is a friend that shared it or if you're right there back on thursday we put up a posting and it's got a blue background, and it says, On sale now, Great Blue Heron Music Festival weekend passes, July 5th, 6th, 7th. Up in the wording, the lineup above that picture, if you don't see it all, click See More. And there are two different links, active links, that go through to the Eventny site. And you'll see them. They're active. They're blue. It just says HTTPS colon slash slash bit.ly slash blue heron 24 that's on there in the description of that picture twice all right so like i say if you don't see it click see more you'll see those two links those both take you through to the event site um and where you can get tickets so that's the social media way of doing it okay i gave you the email way the social media way now if you were to go straight to the website you heard Paige and I talking about, okay? You heard us talking about theheron.org. So let's go there. Okay. And that comes up and it's got a big background, says the Heron Farm and Event Center, and then some icons, camping and Airbnb, farm store, festivals and events. Keep scrolling down through. You'll see 2024 Total Solar Eclipse Celebration. We'll talk about that another time. And right underneath that, you're going to see a sentence that says, We are the home of the Great Blue Heron Music Festival, Green Heron Growers, and the Heron Campground. And those are all highlighted in blue. Click the Great Blue Heron Music Festival. It takes you right through to greatblueheron.com. Okay. Very top of the page, Great Blue Heron Music Festival, 
ticket, okay? That one is not one that you want to click. What you want to get through to, you'll scroll down. There's a picture that says Great Blue Heron, July 5th, July 6th, July 7th, 2024, Sherman, New York. Get ready for a new year of GBH, some more wording. And then it says Blind Faith Ticket Sale. There's an orange bar that says Get Tickets. Click that. It takes you right through to Eventney where the tickets are. Okay. So that's something that you want to do. Now, let's go back again to that, the heron.org site, because there's another way on that site to get through to tickets. I talked about we are the home of the Great Blue Heron Music Festival, Green Heron Growers, and the Heron Campground. Then you're going to see three pictures. There's a picture of the campsites. In the middle, it says, Save the Date, Great Blue Heron Music Festival and Beyond. All you have to do is click anywhere in that picture. It takes you again through to greatblueheron.com, and it takes you to where I talked about before, where you can scroll right down where it says Blind Faith Ticket Sale, get tickets, click it. It will take you right through to Eventney, okay, and where those tickets are. Again, back to that heron.org site, there's yet another way, okay, to get through. And if you scroll down, you're going to see a whole bunch of things. You're going to see pictures, and it's going to say Western New York Campground and Airbnb. It's going to say Our Farm. There's a banner for green hair and growers with the farmer's market schedule pictures of some of the beautiful vegetables that we grow there at the farm store. Then you're going to see Great Blue Heron Music Festival, and in bold, tickets are live now. Now, it's not highlighted, it's not obvious, but if you click that tickets are live now, it takes you through to Eventny, to that same site again, to get tickets. Okay, so those are the various ways that, that we talked about how to get there and how to do it email, social media, and I just walked you through the websites and how to get to it. Um, you heard Paige and I talking about volunteers. Click through any of those as if you're going to get tickets to Eventney. And when you get to that page, you're going to see it say Great Blue Heron Music Festival 2024. And you're going to see four categories. Overview, tickets, which is where you would buy your tickets. Marketplace, which is about vendors and volunteers. So if you go over and click on volunteers, it takes you down the page automatically to volunteers and how to apply to be a volunteer. All right. And you heard Paige and I talk about that and what it takes to do that. So again, check your email for one that came from the Heron on Thursday, February 1st. Look at social media. That's great. That's, you know, Blue Heron Music Festival with the blue check mark and expanding that and clicking either of those two links that are in the description or the ways I just gave you off the websites associated with the Heron to get to those tickets. And that will be how you get there 
And again, once you're there, if you're thinking about volunteering, if you're in Eventney, you can go on over to Tickets Marketplace Volunteers, and it'll take you to the volunteer section. So I hope that's understandable. And if you've got questions, of course, if you know one of us, you can always find a way to get to us through the social medias, or if you know somebody with our phone number, and we can walk you through how to go ahead and purchase your lowest price tickets of the year right now. Because remember, we're not going to give any clue away on the lineup until February 21st. And if you know you're going to spend the weekend there, this is your cheapest tickets right now. And then you can go ahead and get your campsite set up also, you know, buy that. Um, remember that walk-in woods camping which is where you would park in what's called Red Lot, walk into the woods and set up a tent. That's free. And then, of course, there's the green lot, the orange lot, the purple lot, three different prices for that for, for camping over there. All right. So I hope all of that's understandable. I hope that you get that. And I really appreciate uh, you listening to this. And we so much are looking forward to seeing you and so much appreciate your support. Ah! Um. 
Angel City I was on the run Blinded by my own pity I was nearly done Stock heartbroken, bitter and poor Burdened down by sin I fought hard to find the door Didn't know how to get in Time and time at hand You helped me over the sand Gently rising to me I saw the sea I'm found lost I'm closer to free Heart unbound Whatever the cost All rivers fall to the sea Time and time at hand You helped me over the sand Tongue up in a knot 
underneath the skylit parking lot. Oh, we took a ride in your dad's Corvette at sunset. Drunk and hiking, bigger up and gearing 
whistles, his mixed whistles made a ten. And a pipe of man's a blowing like an old man. And an air and an beauty song on the violin. I wonder if she'll miss me after seven nights.
you want a big house, a big car, big time, and a big life. But if you dream your eyes blind, you won't see the path of glory. You step into the side, and now that's a different story. Dominoes, dominoes, one falls over, then the whole thing goes dominoes, dominoes. Line them up and watch them roll. I said one fall over, then the whole thing goes dominoes, dominoes. Line them up and watch them roll.
the show. Just a couple more songs left. Hopefully you got some information. Hopefully you got some music you enjoyed. Uh, coming up this week, of course, is going to be another episode of the Comstock Breakfast Club. We are getting together this coming week, and you will hear the next show, what comes out of that and, and how it all comes out for us. Of course, you know, we're heading towards spring, so you're going to hear a lot more about the heron from me. I really hope, you know, as we head into uh, that season of the year, you know, it, it's like it's warm here in Buffalo for February. And hopefully spring will come early after what's been a pretty brutal winter for a lot of people. Hopefully things will go well for you and whoever you are, wherever you are. You matter. You count. You're important. Thanks for being on the planet. And when you need me, I'll be there. I got your back. Kip Williams, Desolation Angel Radio. You've heard me say that you never turn your back on family. And I want to thank you all for never turning your back on me. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Damn. All the planes we flew, good things we've been through Then I'll be standing right here talking to you About another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture Those were the days, hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place Ah. Uh. How can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it. Watch your way in the vibe is feeling strong and was small Turned to a friendship, a friendship turned to a bond And that bond will never be broken, the love will never get lost And with brotherhood come first and the line will never be crossed Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn And that line is what we reach, so remember me when I'm gone can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last one.
Siempre sin embriar. 